Joining us in the studio, they are the fire prevention officers for the town of Collingwood. We say hello to Carl Perkilo. Good to have you back, Carl. Morning, John. How are you? And Robert Bolt. Great to have you back. Good morning, John. Gentlemen, uh, great to see you. Of course, it is Fire Prevention Week. And uh, why do we why do we honor Fire Prevention Week? Why, why is there a Fire Prevention Week? It's a national event right across USA and Canada. Uh, they suggest back in, I think it's 1876, the Great Fire of Chicago, where uh, Mrs. O'Leary's cow, cow kicked, kicked over, over the, the lamp. Yeah, yeah, burned down <laughs> Chicago, yeah. So, and, so and, and basically, it's it's that time of year where we, it's almost common sense, or it should be common sense, to, to sort of kick back and, and remember some of our fire safety rules and, so, and some of the changes, too. For many years, we talked a lot about smoke alarms, didn't talk a lot about uh, um, uh, any other carbon monoxide detectors and that, but that's now, that's law. You have to have those as well. Absolutely. Uh, CO alarms are mandatory and law in your home outside sleeping areas. Okay. So uh, how far outside of a sleeping area? So if you have a bunch of bedrooms upstairs, can you have one upstairs? That would probably meet code as, as written. Right. But if you've got a 30-foot hallway and, and rooms all along the right. corner and say six rooms, it'd probably be wise to add another along the way. Part of the thing is it's not just about the, the ability to detect, it's the ability to wake you. <laughs> it's, is the alarm close enough to your head that you can hear? Well, that's the point of, of outside sleeping areas because right. carbon monoxide is actually a little bit lighter than air, so it will float in, in the ambient air. Uh, carbon monoxide is a product of incomplete combustion. Right. And it's colorless, odorless gas. You don't even know it's in your house. You don't know there's poison in your house if a, an appliance or other source is failing or burning not clean, let's right. say. So the point is, if you're sound asleep at 2 o'clock in the morning and the CO alarm activates, you should be able to hear it and give you the precious time you need to get out of the building and call 911. The uh, smoke alarms, what's the placement with those? Smoke alarms is on every level right. of your home. Um, we recommend that you have one in every bedroom. Right. Um, new building code you know, requirements is that there are smoke alarms in every bedroom and on every level. In terms of placement, the fire does the smoke alarm go higher than the carbon alarm? Does it matter? Uh, with the uh, carbon monoxide, uh, it's slightly lighter than air, so it doesn't matter if your detector's down below or if it's high. Okay. Uh, the newer detectors now are combination units, which are smoke and CO alarms, so they're going to end up high on your right, ceiling. because the smoke alarm generally is high because the exactly. smoke rises. Uh, do you, do you, is there any difference between buying two separate units or buying the, are they the same? They're, they're the same. It's, yeah. it, it doesn't matter if it's high or low. If you've got a, a separate smoke alarm, which is on the ceiling, and you've got a separate CO alarm, and it's plugged in in the hallway mm. down below, it, it doesn't matter. As long as you've got protection, that's what we're, we want everybody to get. Well, that's the first stage, of course, is making sure that there's alarm alerting you that there's either a fire or a CO problem. The second thing is you, you got to know where to go and what to do once you hear that alarm. You don't want to have to start figuring that out when the alarm rings. And that leads into uh, this year's theme for Fire Prevention Week across the USA and Canada. Mm -hmm. Not every hero wears a cape. Plan and practice your escape. Ah. Got a little catch there I like for us. that. Yeah. So <laughs> and that's all about early detection and planning your escape. Have a home escape plan. There's a number of things people can do to prepare and have understanding what to do in the event of an activation of a device in your home. 
what are some of the common mistakes people don't plan for? Uh, you, you know, I think, I think part of the problem is you'd wake up, your first panic is, where's my kids? Where's, you know, where's my loved ones? Um, should your first thought be, go get them? You know, what the whole point of planning your escape is talk about it with your family mm. and practice it. Okay. Talk, make them understand what can happen and what you need to do. Very simply draw a floor plan of your home. Include all the exits on the floor plan. Mm -hmm. Show two ways out of every room, if possible. And does anyone need help to escape? Choose a meeting place outside. And, of course, call 911. Call the fire department. Right. And the most important part of planning your escape is practice. You can activate a smoke alarm in your house. You can have your children stay low, feel the door, and out they go. And we talk about... Um, evacuation and we always talk about the precious seconds people need to escape a house fire or a smoky condition and that is no more truer today than ever before the materials on which the products in your house are built the furniture the, the curtains the bedding the everything in your house burns so much faster than before and more toxic it's super toxic and super hot mm. so we talk about precious seconds literally they're only precious seconds you have to have your family escape is there any thought to trying to fight the fire or is it just get out early detection and egress i always say to make them ring and run away <laughs> ring and simple run. as that right just get out Get out. Uh, what if you're, you know, what if you, you've got a second floor and your kids are down the hall, uh, the fire alarm rings, what do you do? What's your first move? What should you plan to do? Well, for the adults is basically making sure that they can get out of the room okay. that, and uh, make their way down the hall, grab the kids, and then try and get out of the house as quickly and safely as you can. Uh, if your primary exit is blocked, that's why we have a secondary route. Mm -hmm. You're going to take the second route to get out of the house. So it doesn't matter which way you get out of the house. As long as you get out of the house, go to your assembly area or your meeting spot. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be on your front lawn. could be next door neighbor. could be across the street. And once you're out of the house, call 911. You mentioned two exits. Most bedrooms only have one door. You also have a window, John. Yep. Second story might the, be difficult. The trick is to talk about it. There are escape ladders. Yeah, okay. A door, a closed door will buy you time. Okay. The same scenario, a story and a half house, and let's say the smoke alarm on the main floor doesn't work. Right. The battery died. It didn't you, get changed. You, you didn't test it. Right. But the smoke alarm on the second floor works, and that's the device that alerted your family they needed to get out. Right. But the time frame has changed here now. We've got a smoky condition on your main floor and maybe untenable. Right. How do you get out? You know, it's a tough decision to make. And it's, and it's all for a, a 4 or $5 9-volt battery or, or AAAs in your device. Mm. So that's why we always recommend uh, testing your smoke and seal alarms monthly. And, of course, we're coming up on the clock change in yep. uh, the first week of November. I think it's a third. When the time changes, you change yeah. your batteries. Exactly. Yeah. So operational devices will save your life. Uh, you guys see firsthand the, the tragedy that can happen when these kind of rules and these kind of um, scenarios aren't played out. It's, it's tragic um, when you have a device that can save your life and it relatively inexpensive exactly <laughs> and it's if it's not properly maintained mm -hmm. 
things can go south real bad. A good time to think about it being Fire Prevention Week. If people have any questions, any comments, anything they want to know uh, about uh, Fire Prevention Week or some of the things we've talked about, where should they go? Oh, they can uh, call us at the station. They can drop in. They're, we're all available. We are, we're your fire service. We're here for you. Right. Anything you need, just give us a call, and we're glad to help. Fantastic. But I got to mention, John, this, uh, once again, like last year, we're partnering up with Domino's. Right. And uh, I think it's uh, Wednesday night and Thursday night this week. Okay. If you call Domino's and order a pizza for delivery, there's a good chance that pizza will be delivered by the fire guys. <laughs> That's we'll, awesome. We'll bring the pump. We'll park out front of your house. We'll light it up. And we'll deliver the pizza for you. The catch is... We want to test your smoke alarms. Very good. And if your smoke alarms work, it's a free pizza. What? It's all yours. Wow. So Domino's Wednesday and Thursday nights this week. You know what? Uh, you know me. I'm, I'm half Scottish. I'm going to start investing some batteries. They're cheaper than pizzas. <laughs> In order. Uh, test your smoke alarm. Yeah. Test your smoke alarm. A great uh, partner for us. Kyle Perkilo, Robert Bolt, thank you so much for joining us. Our fire prevention officers for the town of Collingwood reminding us it is fire prevention week and, and to be safe. Thank you, guys. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.